Hi, and welcome to Channel F, the show where we pit your favorite Fanbyte staff members against one another in contests of skill and knowledge. I'm your host, Merit Kay. We got our producer, Jordan Mallory, in the toad hole, and let's get started. Uh, as always, as usual, not always, that's a big word. Uh, I'm joined by Steven Strom and Funke Joseph, uh, Fanbyte senior managing editor and featured contributor, respectively. Yo. Hello, my knee hurts. Oh, that's not good. I mean, what happened? Yeah, uh, you know, did you do something? Yeah, you know, like 15 seconds ago when we were starting the recording and you heard like a loud crashing sound. The big thud, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, the big thud. The big capital T, capital B, yeah, capital T. Thud. That's my favorite Marvel crossover event. <laughs> the big thud. <laughs> Captain Marvel was here. It was mm-hmm. great. Um, She-Hulk checked on me. I'm okay. But I did fall backwards in my chair because my chair is broken to shit right now. And mm. if I sit in it just right, I can sit in it. But if I sit in it not just right, I fall over backwards and i hit my knee on the bottom of my desk <laughs> now <laughs> now can i offer a, a possible solution to this problem I, I would love you to could you get a new chair what <laughs> <laughs> uh i just i mean there are many possibilities there are many ways you could tackle this problem uh you know buying a new chair is only one of those possibilities but uh we do also have a special guest on this episode Eric Silver is the host of the Games and Feelings podcast and the head of creative at Multitude Productions. Welcome to the show. Hello, Steven. I was really worried you were going to be like, oh, my knee gets hurt when I know that there's going to be a games release coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always get achy yeah, whenever have, uh, Nintendo Switch is on the horizon. Yeah, they have a, a bum knee that, yeah, just, you know, it's not when it's about to rain or something like that, but Mm-mm. just like... Ah, oh, Nintendo Direct is coming yeah. out. Well, that's, Only when there's a new Yoshi game. <laughs> and he starts wiggling. That's why my knee uh, is fine normally right now is because there's no new games coming out right now. Oh, yes, that's true. That's very true. Um, but you know what? We don't need new games to have fun. We can talk about old ones. And um, we're going to start off. Up. Games I made up. Games I stole from other places. Uh, who's to say? What? You know, it's remix culture, right? Is did I make it up? Did I borrow it? It's it's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, but this one, I, I did say, make up. Mm-hmm. I do want to say I do listen to the show, and I am a big fan of Channel F. So I'm listening to you do this, Merritt, and I'm like, oh, this is the part before Merritt gets to the games where Merritt just kind of <laughs> talks about it. I'm so excited. where I just sort of uh, waste time, just kind of. <laughs> Words come out of my mouth, and I'm not really in control of them. It's sort of an automatic speech kind of thing. It's a Jack Kerouac-style Mer- thing where I'm just narrating the entire, uh, all, you know, uh, story of On the Road um, after doing some mescaline or something. But um, And I'm like, Merritt said the thing! Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, my great catchphrase. So anyway, I don't know. I'm going to make them up. And, uh, it's right up there with, you know, Kiss Your Dad Square on the Lips in terms of the podcast <laughs> Hall of Fame of catchphrases. Um, this game is called Oh God, Oh God, Who's That Pokemon? You can't see it, but I do have trans trans rights on a piece of paper right behind me as well. Is that a catch podcast catchphrase? Oh no, that was a McElroy reference. That's my fault for showing. Oh, did they make that up? I thought about that. I think on they did. stream. Yeah, I they didn't make it up on oh, stream. They, they, Travis they just that like has, <laughs> I Travis just has a piece of paper that says trans rights that he keeps on a huh. on a thing back there, and I'm like, I just the only piece of guess, paper I associate with them are the ones that are like. Uh, they, I don't know what this meme is a reference to, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. <laughs> All right, that was oh, still the JoJo good. one. <laughs> the yeah. JoJo one. Um, well, uh, let's all go on our own bizarre adventure with uh, with this game. Oh hey God! Yo. Oh God! Who's that Pokemon? And we've done this once before. Look, we all know ghost Pokemon are really messed up, and there's you can find a million clickbait lists of just like, did you know that this ghost Pokemon eats kids? Yes, I do. I've been playing this series for what feels like 30 years at this point. Um, But there are a lot of non-ghost Pokemon that are also really scary and weird, and why did they design them this way? 
So I'm going to give you a Pokedex description of a Pokemon. And I would like you to tell me, oh God, oh God, who's that Pokemon? Uh, some of these are going to be pretty easy. Some of them are going to be, uh, I think I think overall they're easier than last time because I think there's more Generation 1 Pokemon in this one. Um, because last time we got real deep into the weeds. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Like you were telling me about Flarg and Snarfle and 3D, yeah. 2D, 2D, 3D? 3D? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are good names for Pokemon. Um, Tain does sound like a Pokemon. Flarg and Snarfle is really great in the meta. You use yeah, Trick Room. Yeah. <laughs> Such a <laughs> great Trick Room sweeper. Yeah. Incredible yeah. stuff. Um, all right, let's go. The bug is mostly dead, with the mushroom on its back having become the main body. If the mushroom comes off, the bug stops moving. Ding. Eric, Eric. Uh, yeah, Funky, go ahead. Paris? Uh, very close. Eric, Eric. Uh, yes. Oh, do I still say my name as a Pokemon? Is, is that how I <laughs> Well, them? you do now. You, apparently. <laughs> it happened on one episode, and I'm like, that's definitely how they do it here. It's Parasect. Yeah, we, yep, uh, that is correct. Parasect <laughs> is correct. Paris is just, it just has a light fungal uh, kind of, you know, disease. And then Parasect. of all the catacombs. Yeah, and then Parasect is what happens if you uh, don't uh, treat your athlete's foot, is a giant mushroom takes over your body, and uh, just sort of, Parasect is basically the last of us, huh? <laughs> Damn. It's right. yeah, I've never played those games, games, but that's what happens, right? The, the, yes. the mushroom zombies? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. You um, breathe in funny. the mushroom spores. Yeah. Wow. It's funny, Parasect, I feel like, is having a little bit of a moment because of Arceus. Uh, because, like, the you oh, see the right. alpha Parasect. Like, that's where you learn that there are alpha giant bugs oh, and you're yeah. like yo that parasect will eat me much like the last of us so and it's yeah. also triple a art and games and video games are art so you totally <laughs> yep let him know let extremely him know. long drawn out sequences of torture porn in my pokemon games that's exactly what i need yep 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 yep, yep. um parasect always creep me out uh as a matter of course it makes anyone it meets fall asleep and has a taste of their dreams anyone having a good dream it carries off Eric, Eric, that's drowsy. Oh, I'm afraid not. <sighs> no, carries no? off. Same. Wow. Same. Same uh, problem as the last question. Same guy. Oh, Buzz. Okay. Was the guy's name Hypno? That's correct. Yeah, Hypno okay. is the evolution of drowsy. Drowsy's too small to carry anyone off. Yeah, he's uh, like a baby. He's like small. He's like a little creepy elephant baby. He does a baby <laughs> elephant walk. He's a, he's and, a little uh, mule lad. Yeah, and then Hypno is just uh so let's not mince <laughs> words man. okay <laughs> yeah let's not mince words hypno kidnaps people uh <laughs> and yeah tortures them by eating their dreams like let's not Damn. you know beat around the bush here that this is an adult man breaking and entering someone's home and kidnapping them <laughs> Hyp okay Hypno yeah. is five feet tall so yeah that is you know uh, on the shorter side, adult man. Wow, um, I always thought he was taller. Me too. He looks tall, right? Yeah, it's the proportions. But in all the image yeah. boards that I see him on, he definitely looks a lot taller. <laughs> but Pokemon height is such a weird thing because you'll be like, oh, that's like a little gear. Okay, so it just like floats. It's like about the side of a base. No, it's like gigantic. Like it's whenever they show the actual size next to a guy because the pictures are all basically the same size like in the game. So you have no yeah. sense of scale, uh, which yeah. is why I think the 3D games have such a hard time with like, okay, mm. this thing is supposed to be like two stories tall. Uh, right. And then it's fighting a rat. How do we, <laughs> how do we just think that? <laughs> like Haunter is like the size of a house or some shit, right? I couldn't oh, possibly whoa? say. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like, and my, this might just be because I've seen him in a picture from the manga. But I'm pretty sure Haunter or Gengar is like huge. Yeah, Jordan says Haunter is five feet. I think a house is a little bigger than five feet. But yeah, but like he's a head. If it, if a head was five feet in diameter, Haunter? floating at you, Haunter. Yeah, he's a head. He's like a like ghost. a floating head. Well, it doesn't Gengar's. help that the giant. It doesn't help that the Gigantamax of Gengar is like the evil tunnel of love. Oh, it's like a portal you. to hell. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I've not seen this. Oh, oh it's yeah, the no. best. Gigantamax oh my god. Uh, Gengar is is really something. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it now. This is yeah. great. <laughs> Just come into my mouth. It's fine. It's nice in there. 
<laughs> it's not a portal to hell. Don't worry about it. Um, but those are ghost Pokemon. We don't talk about those in this segment. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, if, if, we're not, if we're not talking... If we're not uh-huh. talking about it, Merritt, can I read the Pokedex entry for, for that one? You have a very <laughs> interesting definition of not talking about it. Okay, we're not talking about it. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. No, please, sorry. please do. Please do. I'm just kidding. Okay. No, it's fine. Um, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does Gengar do? Oh, God. Let me see. I had it. Shit, I can't find it now. Bulbapedia, Bulbapedia, I don't need to know about a Mega Gengar in a side game. I just want to see a funny <laughs> joke lost to history. No one knows what Gigantamax Gengar does or did. Um, no one knows. I can't. Steven I just can't has find dropped it. something called a dot .jfif file in the untitled. The fucking untitled dot .jfif, and I'm really scared. And we need to move on. <laughs> Its body temperature is approximately 18,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Water is vaporized on contact. If this Pokemon is caught in the rain, the raindrops instantly turn into steam, cloaking the area in a thick fog. Eric, Eric. But Eric, go ahead. That is Torkoal. Uh, close, but oh, uh, I'm afraid. Damn it, shit. Well, I don't Funky, know really Funky? how close. Funke, go ahead. Magmar? Uh, that... Is weirdly closer. Buzz? Steven, go ahead. Ponyta? No, I'm afraid not. The correct answer is Mag Cargo, which is a uh, the, fire the snail. rock, I want to say, snail. And um, so its its temperature is, um, is uh, 18,000 degrees Fahrenheit. How hot do you think the sun is? <laughs> oh, God. The sun is less than that. The, the sun, sun is, is less than, than that. that. The what? sun is under 10,000. So this Pokemon is hotter than the surface of the sun. Oh, that wouldn't ignite the atmosphere of the planet no. and kill everyone on <laughs> board or anything like that. You wouldn't, like, die just from coming within, yeah, like, a mile's radius. Like, what Children the have these. You guys are writing this. You can say, you don't have to put that number. You could say, like, 180 or, like, 1800 even that would still be insane but it would at least be like i don't know not just igniting the entire planet (laughs) maybe it's skin and shell like keep it in like encase the Mm. heat inside i guess it's so durable how hot is thermite 4000 degrees (laughs) this is the the proof that the Pokedex was written by children and unedited by any professors. <laughs> that is like, how hot is it? It's so freaking hot, yeah. man. It's like 80,000 degrees. It's like three suns. Wow, three suns. Wow. <laughs> Write that down. So Write that down. <laughs> my theory was that it was written by the Pokemon because it's oh. always like, this Pokemon is so cool. It's 10 million degrees. It can jump over like the moon. It's the best. It's like that yeah. old meme of like, did I... What yeah. was it? Did a Pokemon write this? Did a Pokemon write this? Yeah. Yeah. The Pokemon's allowed to eat a little bit of salami as well. Yes. Uh, yeah. Little, they can have a little salami. Uh, <laughs> its lips are the most sensitive parts on its body. It always uses its lips first to examine things. Buzz? Funky uh, Funky? Yes. Go ahead. Um, Jinx? Very close. Oh, I was also going to say Jinx. I was also going to say Jinx. <laughs> Jinx. Well, right? the correct answer is Smoochum, which is oh. the pre-evolution of Jinx. It's the what baby the Jinx. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's called Smoochum. <laughs> Steven, you know this it's one. It's called Smoochum, you know? Smoochum? Smoochum. When is Smoochum? When is Smoochum? <laughs> it's generation, generation two. two. Yeah, it goes. So I guess I do know Smoochum. But literally, no one cares about Smoochum because, first of all, it's uh, a terrible idea for a Pokemon, and second, just I mean, Jinx's whole sort of history is. Um, yeah, they made a less mm. racist one, <laughs> right? Um, hey, but also how are just, we going to get out? How are we going to get out of this incredibly problematic pr- uh, pocket we've ma- we've put ourselves into? <laughs> we just, I we know. just tend to dig deeper. We're going to yeah. make a child that kisses. Is the that child, a kissing <laughs> child? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh fuck. This the this Pokemon is is being seen, you know, as a, a horrible caricature. 
I know. We'll distract them with the child. The child that kisses. The child Pokemon. It's, the child that kisses. It doesn't even look like, it just looks like a weird, like, Muppet or something. Like, it sucks. I hate it. It's too, this, I mean, I don't know if this is, like, indicative of its normal personality, but it's too sassy. I don't like it. It's got its, like, hands behind its hips and it's just yeah. like... For sure. It's just bad. That's it's, like the Muppet babiesification of the Pokemon. Yes. Like they can't have horny. It has to be sassy instead. It's Muppet babies. It's Pokemon uh, babies. All right. Uh, last one for this round. <clears throat> okay, Jordan. Who? Wait. You can't post pictures of the card from the Pokemon card game butt. where it's like showing its ass. That's not okay. Why is that the picture? Why is its power sweet sleeping face? What are they doing over See, there? Oh, I told you these these are worse than the ghost ones. Um, it, it's even worse that it's called its poke its poke body. I don't like that. That feels uh, rude. Its poke body has a sweet sleeping face. I just don't like that at all. I don't like this. I'm just... Man, what De- have you death, done? Death would be a blessing. The smooch up <laughs> 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 would be a kindness. Uh. All right. Using its tail like a spring, it keeps its heart beating by bouncing constantly. Oh, if it Eric, stops, Eric. it dies. Eric, go ahead. That is Spoink, and it is very sad. That is true. Spoink is a psychic uh-huh. little pig Pokemon that bounces around on its tail. And I don't know if it just doesn't sleep or if it just uh, sleeps while bouncing like a shark it does. It's the sleep of others. Possibly eats others' <laughs> dreams or sleep. Yeah, that could work too. I think once it evolves, it can. It doesn't have to bounce anymore, which is nice. Oh, but you have to wonder nice. how many don't make it to that point. Now remember, you as a trainer, when you're doing the Pokemon games, you're like 11, and I think that's the perfect time for you to like go on Reddit and see that all of the cartoons you liked as a kid actually were super, super dark and terrible. Yeah. Like in the Rugrats, like Angelica was like in a coma the whole time, and all of her friends died. Oh my so, god! <laughs> so this feels we like, can't. oh man, look at this adorable uh, bouncing pig. Well, you know, if it stops bouncing, it dies. Nice. <laughs> God, yeah, that does feel like a backstory that, like, yeah, someone added to, yeah, like a, a, you know, dark uh, game theory. But it's Mm -hmm. it's canon, though. It's it's real. I have a logistical question about Spoink. Uh, Please, please. If it stops bouncing, it dies. Now, when does that timer tick over? Is it a thing of, like, like, if a Spoink bounced so high that it would like took five minutes for it to land again would it die in midair or is it just like I does it think, trigger when it falls to the ground i think the it's sort of a bouncing to beat its heart kind of thing so yes oh. i do mm-hmm. think it has to just keep going like it can't just be like because i see would, i see um Steven, if your heart ba- beat really hard one time, <laughs> can your heart just like chill for 10 seconds? Yeah, if it launches the blood through your body with enough energy to circulate a few times. Yeah, that's how I activate I mean, my overdrive. Listen, just- <laughs> that is actually what better cardiac health is, right? Your heart beats strongly, yeah. more, but less. But- Crucially, it does it, it does keep doing it consistently though. It doesn't stop for like What's five like the lowest minutes? heart rate that someone that like like because mm. beyond a certain point, one, a low heart one. rate is bad. One, one per for minute. minute? <laughs> yeah, just a, a beat that just shatters glass in the same room as you. <laughs> <laughs> that's like uh, Baki's dad from Baki is probably doing that. Um, that's a great anime reference lowest for three people. Heart rate. Yeah, all the Beastar Listen, fans love it. If you're going into gear two, like Luffy, that's fine. But otherwise, Ooh. I'm not going to recommend it. Now, Stephen, you did say all the B Stars fans uh, love it. And are you referencing the fact that the creator of B Stars is the daughter of the Baki guy? Yeah, and sort of got her start by drawing doujins of his stuff, of his of her dad, her dad's stuff. And he was like, "Hey, this is stuff. really great. You should become mangaka too." You should write really what? horny. Hey, <laughs> great job drawing animals. my cool guys just fucking fucking. I mean, I don't know if they actually were that kind of comic they or not, probably but they were. probably were. Imagine just like being like coming to like success because you drew porn of your dad's OCs and then he also saw it and was like, this is great stuff. You've got then, a real uh, skill. 
Well, and then he was right because she's arguably more popular than he is. Right, yeah. yeah he yeah, stars yeah. is like really big, or at least I, I think it is. Anyway, that was uh, Stephen's manga minute. Um, <laughs> God, you, you just cannot get anywhere in this world. Nepotism is rampant. I know. I know. <laughs> my dad drew, drew Only my dad, dad drew a comic where a guy fights Donald Trump or something. I <laughs> know oh, he doesn't fight Donald Trump. He just makes him piss uh, by being what? in the same room as him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Funky, y'all Funky, you about? should watch Baki or, or read Baki. It's, uh, it's, I don't even know. It's like, what if Jojo was less about like crazy powers and stuff and more just like about just Fucked like grotesque, muscly, muscly men just fighting each other in, in really stupid ways. A guy who's just like, I've implanted knives all over my body and they can just jump out at it. You at any time. Oh, I do like wacky powers. The, uh, um, do you, I don't know if you follow wrestling, Funke, but there's a guy named Orange Cassidy who always like has oh, his hands favorite. in his pockets which is a Baki thing. It's a guy who fights with his hands in his pockets. And then he fights a guy who only wears a thong. Um, but that guy is able to imitate his powers by sticking his hands like in the sides of his thong. So um, that's kind of what? the kind of show that Baki is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Muhammad Ali's son is there, I think, is part of it for a while. <laughs> More <laughs> nepotism. Damn. I know. <laughs> I know. Baki is the, is the son of the most powerful man in the world. So that's sort of that's more, also true. More yeah. of that. But all it gets him is people trying to kill him constantly. That's true. That's true. There's a whole bit where Baki's dad tells him that he has to have sex if he wants to be the greatest warrior. Um, so that. Huh. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's available now on Netflix. Check it out, Baki. Streaming now on Netflix. <laughs> Give us money. Um, you've got so much money right now on Netflix. I mean, you probably do. You just don't want to spend it on, you know. People. People. Net- um, Netflix yeah, just well, keeps boofing it consistently. Yeah. You know, the, it's like, a, I think they are fully going forward with the ad tier, which 100% feels like someone just like screamed it out at a board meeting and yeah. no one wanted to say it was bad because it was like, Mr. Netflix's nephew who said it. <laughs> and now they're just like locked yeah. into Hi, it forever. I'm Mr. Netflix. <laughs> Thank you for enjoying my product. <sighs> oh no, uh, that's no. Mr. Netflix's music. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is it Brutus the Barber Beefcakes theme song? That's weird. I mean, I mean, I guess he's not using it anymore, but still. Um, that would be my theme song. If I could use one from wrestling, I would take that one. I don't know anything about they wrestling. They stopped by the way. TV to make TV. Again, yeah, mm-hmm. it's pretty wild. Stop stuff. TV to make TV. That's so true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix and like right. streamers in general, they're just like putting ads back Mid-roll in ads it. and yep. stuff. Yeah, pretty yep. wild. Um, uh, well, my wrestling uh, walk-up music would be the co- the final chorus of tradition, where all of the mamas and the papas and the sons and the daughters all say it at the same time, <laughs> and then they say tradition. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, speaking of original characters like Mr. Netflix, um, <laughs> TM, uh, let's move on to uh, speed pitching, but we're going to do a variant of speed pitching today. Instead of coming up with a uh, a game, we're going to be coming up with a character. And uh, so I am uh, putting together a tabletop RPG for the first time in uh, many years. And uh, so I'm I'm sort of you know thinking about character concepts and different kinds of settings and stuff. So the way this is going to work is same thing as normal speed pitching. Two people will shout out a genre, but it should be like a genre of a setting um, rather than like a type of video game, right? So mm-hmm. horror mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like high fantasy or post-apocalyptic or whatever. So two people will will give the genres and then the third person will have 60 seconds to come up with a character concept for that setting as if you were creating a character that was going to be in a game set in this world. Um, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Any questions? Funky, have you ever played a tabletop game, Funky? I've played a few. I've played a few. I actually, before I worked here, I 
studied like some tabletop games and we read your book. Wait, what book? The Twine book, like about oh, uh, indie devs and stuff. Oh yeah, oh, that's so that was, cool. There's yeah. that book. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, um, so the genre thing, I mean, it can be pretty much whatever. And then, yeah, we're just talking character concept, not like, you know, you don't have to be like, here's ton of strength uh, and no intelligence. Um, like a name, a basic, like, yeah, like backstory. A, yeah, like, um, you know, like... Back, background, motivation, uh, you know, the thing that Christian they want. Christian TikToker class, yeah. who becomes a vampire. Uh, which is a Ooh, character concept nice. in uh, the game that I am starting to run right now. <laughs> That's awesome. I very much want to hear more about uh, your Vampire of the Masquerade game after this. <laughs> well, we haven't actually started yet, um, but I'm guessing that it is going to go better than the last time I tried to play it, which was in middle school. And if you can believe it, preteens probably not the best people to to play a dark game of brooding and darkness. Um, mm, God, why? Uh, you know, just too upbeat, too cheery. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> too, too. It, it was sort of too good of a point in our lives. We couldn't really relate to how dark it was. But oh, damn! I feel like for any tabletop RPG, you need like you have to pass a test where you need to respond to like three "Am I the asshole?" posts on Reddit <laughs> and see what they say. And it's like if you come out like insane on more than two of these, you are not allowed yeah. to play a tabletop RPG. I really like that idea. <laughs> might steal that. It's, we need a void comp quiz for yeah. uh, for players in tabletop games to determine if they are replicants and or murder hobos. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Um but uh yeah, why don't we uh why don't we start Steven? You can uh you can start off if if you like. Um sure. so Funke and Eric on the count of three, mm-hmm. if you could each say a, a genre, um then uh we'll get started. So one, two, three. Weird near west. future. So near future. And I said weird west. Near, Near future, future weird, weird west. west. All right. <clears throat> Stephen, I'm putting a minute on the board, and I would like you to tell me your character concept for someone who is in this near future weird west style game. Okay. So I've got a new character here. Uh, just uh, put it down on my character sheet. You can see that on the table here next to the cheese puffs. Uh, this right here is... Uh, Brady Cardio. He is a. <laughs> he is a. <laughs> uh, bounty hunter who used to be a sentient train, uh, but his uh, sentient train uh, after a brain after a uh, failed highway robbery was transferred into a uh, human robot body, and now he walks around like um, Yul Brynner from uh, Westworld and goes around. Uh, just kind of like stomping about and going like, I'm going to catch those thieves that stole my body. And he uh, rides on a steel horse uh, named, uh, not Silver. Now is he wanted and are the conditions of that like dead or alive? Well, he. I mean, yes, you're, you're right. Well, can can I ask, they don't know can that. Can I also ask if it's mm-hmm. wanted, wanted. <laughs> I mean, he does have a loaded six string on his back, so okay. you can okay. kind of draw your own inferences. Now, oh, he's a bard. He's a bard. Okay. Did yeah, you, he's a bard character. Is this from like a comic or something? Because guy who used to be a train is like an incredible concept. Yeah. Uh, it's from the comic book of my brain from 30 seconds ago. Okay. <laughs> I'm write that's down. I love that's it. incredible because that's like I'm a very a good idea. Like... <laughs> I used yeah. to be a train. Now I'm a guy. And now I'm now punching the guys who stole my train bike. He can't stop <laughs> chugging. He can't stop doing it. He's, he's, he's riding he's the rails. Off the rails to catch him. Yeah. He is off the rails. That's the name of the series, everybody. Jordan, cut this. Yeah, Jordan, don't publish this one. Yeah, we need to write a screenplay. 
Yep. But yep. the guy trying to tra- chase down his train body that has been stolen by thieves in the near future. Oh my God. Steven, I can't promise you I'm not turning this into an actual play <laughs> podcast. I just I can't promise it to you. It's too good. Also, like, is he a Krang? Is it like a Krang person Ooh, inside yeah. of a train of like an, an uh, a, a, a robot man made out of train? You know, that feels like a like a good season three question. Season like, three, did true. he used to, before he was a train, was he actually a man, but those memories were locked away ah. uh, when he was transformed and, oh, oh, wait, no. All the trains are people! No! no! Season four. I feel like... I have one last question for season one. Mm. When uh, Brady Cardio is is learning how to use the guns, is he training? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, well, we could uh, uh, just end it right there. I'll, uh, like, I'm not going to do anything better than that, so I'll just put my headphones down. I feel down like and... Matt Mercer is just furiously taking notes right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt Mercer, I swear to, to God. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Matt Mercer, I already called dibs on this. Stay we away. <laughs> we my are litigious. The full weight of the Tencent Corporation will come down on you <laughs> if you steal this idea. You don't want that. Uh, Trust me, Maddie boy. Um, well, that's incredible. Um, Funke, did you want to go next? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, so on three, Stephen and Eric, if you could hit me with some genres. One, two, three. Cozy Star Trek. animals. That's not a genre. <laughs> uh, well, spa- let's say space opera. Space yeah, opera. Space okay. um, so space opera with... Uh, cozy animals and uh, yeah, like a wander home, like a cozy tabletop RPG. I see. So, like, yeah, like a like animal, funny animals. Um, yeah, like funny an, Animal Crossing as a tabletop RPG, basically. But it's like low in, stakes, low conflict. It, but it's like on a spaceship, and uh, there's a lot of exploration With a kind of a and family kind of dynamic between a lot of the mm. people, sort of a found family. <sighs> Okay. All right, Funky, I'm putting a minute on the board and whenever you're ready. <laughs> I've never seen Star Trek in my life. <laughs> so, hi guys, sorry I'm late to the the the, the tabletop meeting we're doing. Um, I have a character though. I'm ready this time. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be playing as um, Spock Nook, uh, who is the kind of the <laughs> Operations manager of of our little spaceship. Um, they're they're pretty good. They kind of have a loan out on the spaceship, and everyone else is working to to pay them off. Um, but it's not about. I know a lot of these RPGs are about like just violence and fighting, but it's more about the day to day life on the ship and just hanging out. Uh, pretty low stakes. There's not too many rolls. They're just like we have a, a, a we manufactured a one die. So it only mm. rolls a one. So everyone nice. wins. That's kind of our goal here. So we're all having a good time. Oh, what do we nice. think? God, I feel like I've seen that on our tabletop, <laughs> RPG, tabletop RPG, where it's like, yeah, it's one side of die. Everyone gets a success. It's fine. We don't want any losers. We just want winners. Um, okay, I feel like this would fit in very well um, in sort of the newer, uh, the newer genre of tabletop games that are very much just like. What does it mean to be a role-playing game? Though? I mean, what are, what are we, is this, what, I mean, we don't need rules or, or we don't need, just, just hang out and just, you know, no DMs because that's hierarchical. And um, we just, Those are literally my favorite kinds of tabletop games. The ones with yeah. the least amount of crunchy rules. Yeah, that's was I kind do, of an inspiration. I do like a game with, that with like, you know, rules light or like, you know, only the yeah. rules that are totally necessary to flavor it, especially like trying mm-hmm. to play VTM right now. Wow, that game has a lot going on. Um, it's it's weird because like VTM is like there's a lot going on in the character creation. It's like number 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 number, and then you look at the actual rules for play, and it's like basically try to ignore those numbers as much as you possibly can. <laughs> well, they're like, hey, I don't know. We had to write the rules to sell this book, but you bought it now, so like do whatever the fuck you want. We don't care. <laughs> have you all ever played Kids on Bikes? I have. No, yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. of it. That one was pretty fun. That's like the one I played for the longest, I think, tabletop. And our DM was just like so lax with the rules. We we're kind of making it up as we went, but use it as a baseline. So I think that's yeah, what Spock I mean, Nick I feel would be like doing. That's, okay. Also, I just want to say, 
I do really like the idea of like Animal Crossing on a spaceship. That has to exist on Steam right now, right? Like that. If I go to the Steam Summer Sale right now, I bet there's a game like this. Almost certainly. Really? I bet. I mean, the mechanic, like it, it writes itself. The mechanic. Yeah. His name is Buzz, and he's a firefly because he oh. takes care of the ship, which is a firefly. Like, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a, like, little aliens people. Mm. Little aliens. Ooh, alien animals. That's a whole nother realm, too. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that is fun. Yeah. I'm giving this whole thing a contempt token because I don't, do <laughs> I don't like that I didn't come up with it. Now, is that, oh, that, a, is that a kill Dr. Lucky thing? What is that from? It's like in some games where it's incredibly rules light, where like someone makes a story choice and either yeah. you, the player, or you, the characters who you're controlling don't like it, you can give someone a contempt token. What? It doesn't really yeah. do anything. It just, they have it to demonstrate wait. how many times someone found what they did contemptible. Wait, but I think wait, it's in the as quiet the player year. or the character? It, like, it's in, The Quiet it's, Year is a world the building year, game. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have are, played it. It hasn't, it's been a long time though. So it's like, you know, how you're supposed to embody like the different parts of the community without yeah. like, playing toward being that character whenever you're doing mm -hmm. something you give and you're like oh i want to demonstrate that someone is not happy you either you or the person you're playing at the moment you give them a contempt token it's very silly because it doesn't do okay. anything it's just like wow people <laughs> contempted you seven times wow people but it's very too funny people fucking hate your guts <laughs> i like the idea of a token that you give someone that i because I thought you were talking about something where you're like, if you, the player, disapprove of a character's actions, you're just like, I think you should not have killed that orc. That was incredibly rude of you. Um, no. I'm, you're, <laughs> more, it was extremely problematic. It's it's more just for flavoring the like tone of what's going on in the world, I mm. think, is kind of what it exists to do. Like, how does the community feel about this, even if it's not necessarily going to have a gameplay impact right. directly? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The Quiet Year is such a story-driven thing anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um I do love this how it's like you go into your first D&D &D game and your DM's like, hey, so I'm using some mechanics that I found in other games. I'm going to give you this coin. And if I give you the coin, <laughs> you fucked up my game and I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you accrue three of these. Please leave. It's like the Keepsies token from uh, When Is Kids You Know with their naming the months. It's just like, I'm going to oh use my, my Keepsies token on yeah. February. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. Um, well, okay, uh, Eric, you're up. I'm ready. So, uh, Funke and Steven, if you could come up with a genre and <clears throat> shout it out on three, one, two, three. Gothic 90s horror. 90s hacker drama. Okay, so, uh, 90s hacker drama gothic horror. So you could take this in a few different directions. This could be, I could see the gothic horror stuff being some kind of cyberspace thing. Um, I Ooh. could see this being a Batman type thing where it's like gothic horror. Mm. Like the first Tim Burton Batman movie, but there's hackers in it. Um, there's a lot of ways you could go. So um, whenever you're ready, I'll put a minute on the board and uh, yeah. Oh, hey, guys, uh, welcome to my session zero. I'm really excited to play this with all of you. I know that our scheduling hasn't really worked out, but we were finally able to work it out and have these 45 minutes from 1 a.m. to 1.45 a.m. <laughs> on a Tuesday to work this out. Um, I've, just, I've been tooling around with this one character that I just wanted to tell you about. Uh, his name is Dracula, but instead of A's, it's Force. God. <laughs> and, oh, this, uh, is, this is the original character, right? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's in the, it's in just like, uh, it's not copyrighted, so I can just kind of use it because, but yeah. he, he, the, the four, so he can go into computers by turning into a bat and shoving himself into the CD-ROM port, <laughs> which like, gets inside of the computer. Uh, you know, like a bat does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like, I don't, I don't actually access cyberspace in the way that all of your characters do. I actually, it's just, mm. then it's a bat inside of a computer and then the people need to like spend like three hours trying to get the bat out of the computer so they can't access their computers, which is a real it's a support <laughs> class to let, let everyone else sneak in. Um, is That's Dracula, really, good. really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then fun. he eats all the cookies inside because he heard there were Oh, cookies. yeah. Vampires oh. famously 
uh, <laughs> love eating cookies. So I don't them. drink wine, but I do eat cookies. <laughs> His famous line from the yeah, movie. That's very good. Um, or like, you know, like, a, I mean, this is, I feel like this is just a shadow run thing actually, right? Like a vampire Ooh, hacker. That is, a that's just shadow run, yeah. right? That probably exists, yeah. Oh, true. Turn into mist I think it's like, to go into cyberspace or something. But no, Marin, I want to be very clear. I'm not going into cyberspace. I'm inside no, of the computer. No, you're just getting stuck in their heart, in their, like, their computer case. And then and, they have uh, to like call a pet control and a pest control. And then like <laughs> it's going to go up on Reddit later. <laughs> and they're going to get a lot of karma. But that's when you get in and you hack. Um, I, just, oh. I just like have a few. And I can't go outside because I have a very rare skin t- condition where uh, I'm a big fucking nerd. And I've never seen the sun. <laughs> but it's not a vampire thing. It's just a nerd thing. So it's crucially not a vampire. Oh, no, I am a vampire, but the reason why I can't go outside is because I'm <laughs> Oh, okay, 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 okay. Merritt, it's like you're not listening to me when yeah, I share my I mean, character. like, I've got a lot of world building to take care of, so, like, I can't be on top of, like, every character detail. You already gave her one contempt token. You can't do it again. She's yeah. scot-free for the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> they that's, stack, that's called double I Jeopardy. swear they stack. Oh, shit. They stack? Oh, God, now I'm going to have to pick cumulative <laughs> upkeep over. on my contempt tokens. Uh, you have to play a game of that, uh, is it called Dread, where you play Jenga yes. to determine who loses? <laughs> you have to do what? that with all of your uh, contempt tokens. I uh, love Dread. Dread is, is m- one of the most fun w- things to do because it actually just like, if you have big fingers, it means much <laughs> like uh, like like a, anyone in a horror movie. You're just going to die faster, which I find very funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's uh, let's go back to uh, another round of Oh God, Oh God, Who's That Pokemon? Uh, also, yeah. great work. Uh, po- I'm ready. Points for everyone on that one um, because these are all characters that I think are uh, really cool. And um, yeah, I look forward to uh, he- hearing about them in a future episode of Critical Role. Uh, <laughs> all right, back to Oh God, Oh God, Who's That Pokemon? With sharp claws, this ferocious ancient Pokemon rips apart prey and sucks their body fluids. Steven, Steven? Yeah, go ahead. Kabutops? That's correct. Ah! Yeah. Smart, smart, smart. My my first correctly guessed Pokemon in the history of Channel F. Uh, you did it. Um, yeah. When you said ancient, my he- my mind immediately went to legendary, and I'm like, mm, man, they same. really phoned this in in Gen Five. Jirachi <laughs> just ripping yeah. people apart. <laughs> that would be scarier than Cavertops. Just like, just this what if weird Satan little fairy. Yeah. Just like this weird little fairy trying to rip you open and like eat your lymph fluid or something. Oh, this is like in. Uh, Oh, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, it's like in uh, Hellboy 2. Now, how is that like Hellboy 2? Remember in Hellboy 2 with the little tooth fairies that eat you from the inside? No, I, I never saw Hellboy 2. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene in Hellboy 2. <laughs> Steven, I'm giving you a contempt token. Ah! God, we're all getting so the many fairies of these ate things. It. <laughs> there's a there's a scene in Hellboy 2 where like the they the bad guy who's like the king of the fairies he like unleashes tooth fairies and they're like how bad can it be it's tooth fairies and then they realize that the they tooth fairies they, they eat teeth they they jump into people's oh. mouths and then eat them from the oh. inside starting on their teeth that sucks only that the teeth sucks. are everything I think it eats their bones they definitely kill Ugh. people well teeth are outside bones so that that fits yeah they hang from your mouth like bats um, <laughs> I would just close my mouth. Yeah, is right. I mean, that's a good point. Okay, but but if fairies, but the thing is, if they can eat teeth, uh, they could probably eat through your mouth. Wear a mask. That's wear so true. Fuck it. That's I fairies. keep saying this to people. You got to keep wearing a mask. We're still in this thing. We still got teeth <laughs> We're eating still in the fairy. Tooth fairy pandemic. We're so much teeth fairy pandemic, folks. It's not over. I see people in the subway not wearing a mask, and I'm like, do you want a tooth fairy to eat your teeth? Um, and they say yes, and, yes I do. Yeah, maybe they That's do. That's my thing. I don't blame them in this, in this economy. You know what? I mean, you don't have to buy toothpaste anymore. There's that. <laughs> That's hey, true. You know what? Good yeah. point. Oh man, short oh. Steven, that sucks. Steven, no. I like, like how I immediately try you, to blame Jordan. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, Stephen has sent the worst Stephen image for all the listeners. Stephen has posted a picture of the tooth fairies, which, to, okay, if I had to describe this, I would say it looks like an emaciated human with like, like reptilian like arms, a, and then the head looks like a slime from Dragon from Quest. Dragon if it Quest. had a whole <laughs> mouth of human teeth in it, yeah, annoying orange style. Yeah, well. yeah. Oh my god. Um, uh, the first sorry, thing that came to mind. PG thirteen. The first thing that came to mind was like fifth grade diorama from a kid who doesn't really know what they're doing, whose mm. parents did not help them because they were at work. That's a fucked up <laughs> thing to say about Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, hey, did you see that uh, NBC News poll that uh, 55% of people who don't wear masks don't even know what Pokemon is? It really makes you think. Wow. Like, vote, whoa. <laughs> they should be worried about Kabutops slicing them open and sucking out their body fluids. Um, and this is why we need to vote, everyone. This is why we need to fun. vote. Uh, Pokemon Go to the polls. Pokemon Go away from the Kabutops that's trying to suck out your. <laughs> Your Pokemon wear a mask. Pokemon wear a mask, definitely. Hey, remember Pokemon Sleep? That never came out, huh? No. That's well, a shame. maybe it came oh, out in like, Japan and Pokemon. just never here. Pokemon Sleep, you know, the game where you sleep and then catch Pokemon. Which, oh. is, which is basically just Wake Up Club from the PlayStation Vita. I'm concerned that Merritt is a is a hypno who's trying to make us all sleep, and it's not really. <laughs> no, yeah, a real that game. game was created by hypno. Uh, just like, just, but hypno secretly runs the Pokemon company. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make him sleep. I have dreams of catching Pokemon. Yes. Uh, the flames it breathes when angry contain toxins. If they cause a burn, it will hurt forever. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, can you read that for the top one? The more flames time? it breathes when angry contain toxins. Not how flames work. If they cause a burn, it will hurt forever. Eric, Eric. Yeah. Is that Torkoal? That is not Torkoal. That would be fucked up if that was Torkoal. <sighs> it's smoke. It's a smoke Pokemon. Yeah, it's fire and it has it a whole has smoke thing. So that's what I thought. Uh, flames, though, emitting um, uh, Dragonite. No, God, that's horrible. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a dark Pokemon, if that helps. Dark. Houndoom? That's correct. Fuck oh, yeah! yeah. Oh. Two in a row! So if Houndoom breathes fire at you, you will just have a, you will be in agony for the rest of your life. You will, <laughs> you will crave death if Houndoom attacks you. And trainers will still be like, he don't bite. In those days, you will you will seek death and it will flee from you. Um, yeah, you just so walk up fun. to a Team Rocket member and they're like, oh, this Houndoom is so friendly. And then you burn forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> forever. Uh, so that's fun. It can see the future in the movement of the stars. When it learns its trainer's lifespan, it cries in sadness. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, funky, funky. Uh huh. Clefable. I'm afraid not. This one's gonna be tough because I always forget that this one even exists. Um, Steven, Steven. Yeah, Steven. Go ahead. Celebi. Oh no. But it is psychic Eric. though. Eric, go ahead. Eric, Eric. Mm-hmm. Oh man, is this Wobbuffet? No, no, Wobbuffet <gasps> doesn't care if you live or die. Uh, <laughs> famously. <laughs> uh, it's Gothitelle. I knew that from the anime. It's Gothitelle, which is from Generation 5, which seems to be the one that the fewest number of people have played, um, just based on total anecdotal evidence. Um, I've oh, never seen this Pokemon in evolution. my life. It's the Gothrita evolution. It's just a weird goth. It's like a gothic Lolita Pokemon that knows when you're going to die and is sad about it. Imagine if your pet God. knew when you were going to die. And was I like, hate everything about the w- horny women Pokemon that exist. They're bad. I mean, this yeah. I would say is one of the least troubling in. of them, though, because this one at least is like its shape is just sort of a triangle, a series of triangles, and like it's still a weird design, but like it's not quite as off-putting as like the rabbit or like right, but yeah, um, you know, the one that everyone is really weird about. Smoochum. Yeah, the one the, Pokemon. You know, the one really that everyone's no, the other psychic one. Um, that's like a singer or the whatever. ballerina one. Oh, Gardevoir, yeah. Gardevoir, yeah. Gardevoir. Um 
The now, one Gothic that Tell, has literal gendered is isn't it gendered? Like yeah, there's yeah, a lady yeah, the, version and a and a man version. The male, uh, well, yeah, it, the male one evolves into like a, a different guy or something. I don't know. It's like there's a knight and a princess, and Gardevoir is the princess one. Is that correct? That sounds yes. basically correct. Yes. Yeah. Gardevoir oh, and yeah. guarded Gal- guarded dude. Galade. Galade. Yes, that is correct. Um. I'm looking at Bulbapedia right now. I don't know any of this off the top of my head. I just want that down for the record that I have no idea what I'm actually talking about. <laughs> Gothitelle <laughs> is the um, parallel to some, in some Pokemon games, they have like two different types, two different Pokemon that are like sort of equivalent across the different versions. Um, and the equivalent to Gothitelle is Reuniclus, which is a horrible little fetus bear baby. Oh, um, I thought that a, was the first one where it stole your dreams. I it's thought a it was weird little one. psychic bear fetus and it's I like just it. the worst. It's like green. Maybe I just have maybe I just have trauma <laughs> from when black and white was out and it was just incredibly overpowered. Uh, oh my Psyshock the, the, is a hell of a drag. Are we talking about oh that we're talking about that one, not the the elephant that's also a fetus. <laughs> the sleeping elephant that's sleeping uh, forever that's oh, also a that, fetus. The, the one that's oh, literally like yeah, a fetus. That like, one, yeah, no. Um the one God, that has weird gas coming out of the top of it. Yeah, no. God, Generation 5 was weird. Uh, it was, <laughs> very. It was very weird. All right. Uh, just got the one more. Its ribbon-like feelers give off an aura that weakens hostility in its prey, causing them to let down their guard. Then it attacks. Ribbon. Oh, Steven oh. Steven? Mm-hmm. Tentacle? No, I'm afraid not. I, I know what it looks like in my head. It's a blue guy that's an oval with two antennae. You could not be more wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Damn ribbons. it. Okay. It's ribbons ribbons is the key word here. Eric, Eric. Could you, could you, Eric, go uh, ahead. Is it Jirachi? It is not. It is not Jirachi. Could you okay. read it out one more time? It's ribbon-like please? feelers give off an aura that weakens hostility in its prey, causing them to let down their guard. Then it attacks. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm not going to get this one, so I did Google ribbon Pokemon, and it does just get, take me to the uh, list of ribbons in Pokemon games. Oh, <laughs> yes, yeah. When you, That was like a friendship or, or a, I think that was a competition thing where you, for like the, the alternative yeah. to battling. The fashion yeah. show. Yes, yeah. Uh, the correct answer is Sylveon, which is the fairy Eevee oh, evolution. What? This is really scary because you think, oh, it's really cute. Well, first of all, it's kind of weird that it has like fucking flesh ribbons. That's when you consider that those ribbons on it are just like made out of skin. That's yeah. sort of upsetting. But also apparently it shows up and it's like, no, no, it's okay. Don't fight. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Everything's good. And then you're like, oh, okay, I guess this is my friend. And then it's like, and now I'm going to eat you. Like, Aww. what? Yeah. Fairy that Pokemon sucks. are just like, fairy Pokemon are just ghost Pokemon that have better PR. They're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm often saying Thank this. You. Like, you know Grimmsnarl, which was like the big fairy in Sword well, and Grimm Shield? Well, Grimmsnarl is also dark, isn't it? Uh, f- Yes, dark fairy, yes. But I think that it comes from its its original Pokemon or like more are fairy and then it gets the dark typing. But like, it's just like, actually, I don't know that. I shouldn't have s- stood on principle that hard. <laughs> 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 but like, it's it, it attacks with hair. It's covered in hair that will grab you. Which uh, is yeah, bad. It's the Bayonetta Pokemon. <laughs> um, I mean, do we want to see, do we want to know Grimmsnarl's deal? Because I bet it's not good. Do you yeah, have to remember yeah, the Gigantamax yeah. Grimmsnarl is like just Aku from, uh, from Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grimmsnarl. Um, it yeah. It looks like a goblin. No, it does. It, it does attack people with its hair. Um, it's mm-hmm. not that bad compared for a dark fairy Pokemon. It's, its thing isn't that bad, although it does look, yeah, it does wrap its hair around its body to enhance its muscles, mm-hmm. which is hair muscle, you know, hair muscle. Um, you know how you do that with your hair? I'm not getting any fairy vibes from this, though. It it's seems like all dark imp- to me. It's like a, I yeah. guess, the, I don't know, the original 
its uh, its predecessors look a little more fairy like. But yeah, when well, it's based off of the because it's you know it's British, so it's based off of like yeah. the British fairies, and one is a little imp that's walking around. They're all and the next one is like a teen up. imp that will steal your baby, and then Grim Snarl's like, <laughs> "I'm just gonna kill you with my hair." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean fairy uh, types. Yeah, especially in like the the Sword and Shield games. Like, yeah, they're fairies historically, not historically. I mean. Historically, historically, you know, before you know, before we dr- drove them underground um, in the yeah. old books, before yeah, before we defeated the old ways with the light of of God and science, um, <laughs> fairies were really a uh, leading cause of death in in England. So. Yeah, before the colonialists showed up with their steel type Pokemon, mm, there was just a yeah. lot of shit going on. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know that that book we all read in high school. That book we all read in high school in AP US, uh, AP World, Guns, Germs, and Steel Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Extremely good. Yeah. That was, um, that was really something. <laughs> you definitely sold it as such, Mary. I was going to say that was by Neil Diamond, <laughs> but nope, that's not the right man. That's a different man. Um, yeah. Is it by um, Neil Stevenson? Nope, that's also a different guy. <laughs> I don't know what this book is. Uh, it's by, I, uh, it's by uh, Jared Diamond, not Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond is, you know, the um, uh, musician. The Sweet Caroline guy? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry to everybody who I cast back to like 14 for saying Guns, Germs, and Steel. That's on me. And I also should have said Guns, Germs, and Steelix, and I'm mad at myself. And I will be making a camera wow. later and sharing it with yeah. all of you. Damn. Uh, I can't wait for like the notes app apology for that one. Yeah. I'm very sorry. I'm trying to do better. Well, uh, let me just tell you points. It looks like we have a tie between Steven and Eric. Um, so we have uh, joint joint winners. Um, but you know what, Funke? Um, we got one-sided dice. Merit. So, Funke, <gasps> you win too. Let's go! Uh, Merit, in, I looked at the bylaws of Channel F, and uh-huh. if there is a tie in the regular points, you need to count up all the contempt tokens, oh, and whoever God. has the least <gasps> actually comes out oh, on top. Oh, shit. no. I think that's... I, I give Eric a contempt... Token. No, <laughs> saying that. Wow. Rule well, lawyers. I have none. I have none. So yeah. I win. I, so what? somehow maybe Funke wins. I don't know. I was willing to give you the tie, but uh, I think Funke might Damn have won it. somehow. I don't know. There's, someone cast Topsy Turvy. Somebody used that Pokemon ability, and now, hey, do you remember how there was a Pokemon where you had to turn your 3DS upside down to make it evolve? Yeah, that was tight. what. Yeah. How would anyone have ever? thought of that <laughs> that's completely i just can't ridiculous. believe i can't believe that there are pokemon that are legitimate and pokemon that are fakesies <laughs> you know the uh Sinistee has like they have a little um uh image on the bottom like oh, a little seal right that like some of them are legit and some of them are fake like you're looking at an <laughs> antique teapot, uh, not which a is real pokemon the most ridiculous thing <laughs> yeah um yeah kind of a weird choice there game freak pokemon company but um you know what? You guys made Pulse Man, so I'll let it go. That's a reference for producer Jordan Mallory and, well, maybe not even him. Anyway, Pulse Man. <laughs> <laughs> Pulse Man is my new character uh, for our tabletop role-playing game. And uh, Pulse Man is actually the secret identity of um, Brady Cardio. Oh. Do you get it? They're twins. They're Pulse secret twins. And Cardio. we don't find out until later. Heart. Yeah. Oh. Well, that'll do it for this, this episode, Channel. Thank you so much for Phoenix listening. Phoenix down. Phoenix down. Oh, they should call it <laughs> Phoenix up because it make you stand up again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Uh, and Eric, thank you so much for guesting. Also, I um, guested on Eric's show, Games and Feelings, which, uh, when's that coming out? Like next month or... Yeah, it's coming out in a few weeks. I'm very cool. excited about it, though, Merritt. You you did a really good job. You helped a lot of people. Thank you. I'm, I I try, you know. Um, yep. If you want to follow us online, you can follow Stephen at Stephen Strom. Uh, you can follow Funky at Funky Fly. Our producer, Jordan, is at Jordan underscore Mallory on Twitter. Fanbyte is at Fanbyte Media. And Eric, where can people find you online? 
You can find me on Twitter at L underscore Silvero, E-L underscore S-A-L-V-E-R-O. My name, if I was a Lucha Libre wrestler. Um, you can you can find Games and Feelings wherever you get your podcasts, or you can listen to Join the Party, which is the actual play podcast that I'm the DM of that we've been doing for five years, and we're now doing a Monster of the Week campaign set in a summer camp, which is Ooh. really, really fun. It's kind of like our Whoa. summer mini campaign. Uh, a lot of Gravity Falls vibes. I'm very excited about Ooh. it. Um, And I just had one last really important plug uh, for Gigantamax Gengar. Rumor has it that its gigantic (laughs) mouth leads not to its body filled with cursed energy, but instead directly into the afterlife. (laughs) Oh, no. Cool. (laughs) Ah, Well, uh, thank you all again for listening. Please tell your friends. And until next time, watch out for Tooth Fairies and keep that dial tuned. It's a channel out.